0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S.-China envoy hopeful for trade progress. First installment on H-2A fixes, and Argentina seeks to end biodiesel duties. Now, before we begin, here's an editor's note. Monday is a federal holiday for Veterans Day, so Daybreak will return on Tuesday. We at AgriPulse salute all our veterans framework for a U.S.-China deal said possible. U.S. Ambassador to China Terry Branstad is hopeful that President Donald Trump's upcoming meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping will make some progress toward ending the ongoing trade war. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson caught up with Branstad yesterday after he met with Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue at USDA headquarters. Branstad said, my hope is that we can develop a framework that can lead to an agreement. Before meeting with Purdue, Branston met with President Trump, U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer, and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin to discuss the negotiations. Trump and Xi are scheduled to meet at the G20 summit later this month in Argentina. Purdue's office issued a statement saying he expresses optimism that President Trump's approach to trade will lead to a resolution of the dispute with China. USDA confirms China reduced demand for soybeans, China has virtually halted its soybean imports from the U.S., and the country is tightening its belt to do without the oil seed as supplies from Brazil dry up, the USDA says, confirming reports from Beijing. The forecasts for China's soybean imports in both the 2017-18 and 2018-19 marketing years have fallen by 16 million metric tons since the U.S. and China began in June hitting each other with tariffs, including a 25% import tax on U.S. soybeans. That according to a new Foreign Agriculture Service assessment. That includes a 3 million ton decrease in the prediction for 2017-18 and a 13 million ton drop for 2018-19. In June, USDA was predicting that China would import 103 million tons of soybeans for 2018-19, But that forecast has now been slashed to just 90 million tons. Since the beginning of the current trade tensions, purchases of U.S. soybeans by China have evaporated, with many previously booked sales being canceled, that according to FAS in the new analysis. The small amounts that were shipped after the duties hit have either been diverted to other markets like Vietnam, Singapore, and South Korea, or are currently languishing off the coast of China, waiting to be discharged, according to FAS. FAS. China is using less soy protein for feed and buying the least amount of soybeans from Brazil as it can, while also auctioning off portions of its domestic stockpiles. Administration easing H2A advertising requirements. The Trump administration is taking its first but small step to address the labor crunch on U.S. farms. The Labor Department has issued a proposed rule allowing growers to advertise job openings online instead of in print when they are applying to import foreign workers. The rule is the first of two that would ease restrictions on the H-2A visa program, which has been soaring in popularity in recent years. Now keep in mind, the biggest complaint farmers have about H-2A is that it is limited to seasonal workers, but changing that would require action by Congress. Allowing online job ads would modernize the program, but the administration can only go so far. According to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, The Secretary said H2A reforms can chip around the edges of the labor shortage problem, but it will take action from Congress to address it fully. The Labor Department will take public comment on the advertising rule through December 10th. Biodiesel import duties getting a second look. The Trump administration is moving to reconsider the stiff anti-dumping duties that have effectively shut off imports of biodiesel from Argentina. According to a draft notice that the Commerce Department is expected to release next week, the government of Argentina argues that the duties are no longer justified due to changes in its taxes on soybeans and biodiesel. Argentina has cut its export tax on soybean products by 18% and increased the export tax on biodiesel by 15%, reducing the export tax differential from approximately 30% to 3%. The U.S. industry is calling on the Commerce Department to keep the duties in place, arguing that lifting them now would hurt soybean growers at a time when they're struggling with the impact of the Trump trade war with China. It is unfathomable how commerce could take such unprecedented action at a time when American farmers are piling surpluses of soybeans on the ground, according to Kurt Kovrick, Vice President of Public Affairs for the National Biodiesel Board. Peterson to meet with Conaway. The House Agriculture Committee's top Democrat, Colin Peterson, says he plans to meet Monday with Chairman Mike Conaway of Texas, hoping to make progress on the farm bill. Peterson, interviewed on the Adams on Agriculture radio show, said the negotiations need to wrap up quickly in order to have a bill out of Congress by the end of December. Peterson, farm groups back Gray Wolf delisting. listing. Peterson is joining 19 farm groups in calling for a vote in the upcoming lame duck session on removing gray wolves from the endangered species list in the Western Great Lakes region and in Wyoming. The American Farm Bureau Federation and the National Farmers Union are among the 19 farm groups, along with organizations based in Minnesota, Michigan, and other states affected by the listing. That wrote to House Republican leaders urging a vote. Candidates with farm policy chops face off. It's not often you have a Senate campaign where both candidates have a background in agriculture policy, but that's what Mississippi voters will face in the November 27th runoff between Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and former U.S. Agriculture Secretary Mike Espy. Hyde-Smith, a member of the Senate Agriculture Committee and a former state agriculture commissioner, will be the heavy favorite since she's got a plurality of the vote on Tuesday, even though a conservative rival was in the race and took 16 percent. The Mississippi Farm Bureau is sponsoring a debate on November 20th between the two candidates. A Farm Bureau spokesman says the questions will be left up to the media moderator, so it's unclear how much of the discussion will touch on ag issues. Here's today's He Said It. From my heart to your heart, thank you for your service. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, a Vietnam-era Air Force veteran to the thousands of men and women now working for USDA who serve in the U.S. Armed Forces. Purdue spoke at a USDA event yesterday that honored all veterans with a special recognition for those who served during the Vietnam era and the 69 USDA employees killed in uniform during World War I, which officially ended 100 years ago on November 11, 1918. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board.